Hi, and welcome back to Side Hugs. I'm your host, Sophie, and today I have an awesome guest. Her name's Abby Howard. I saw her through YouTube that she does with her husband, Matt, and they do TikTok as well. So without further ado, let's give Abby a call. Well, welcome back, and today I have Abby with me. So, Abby, why don't you um, tell everybody who you are and just a little bit about you? Sure. So, my name is Abby Howard. Um, I'm currently a junior in college, and I'm an elementary education major. Um, I got married last summer to um, my high school sweetheart, and we've just kind of been doing life as newlyweds for a while now. And, yeah, that's just a little bit about me. I'm sure we're going some more coming up. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So, for everybody listening, we're going to kind of talk through a few questions that either I have or some other people have been asking, and we're just going to kind of give our take on it. So, just mm-hmm. jumping in, here's a question that I think you, Abby, could probably answer a little bit more than me. But what was something you didn't expect when you got married? Something I didn't expect. Well, hmm. I think there was a lot of things I probably didn't expect going into it. It's definitely been a learning process. Um, I would say that something I didn't expect was that really my, um, I don't want to say the word loyalties, but like my obligations changed. And whereas before, my parents would tell me something and that would just kind of be the way it was. And now it's kind of different because um, the decisions are made primarily independently of my parents. It's more between me and my husband. And um, that's been a big transition because they're the people that I, you know, go to for everything first. And that kind of my go-to has switched. And um, that's a transition. And it's understanding that that's not, disrespecting my parents to um, not go to them first has been probably what I didn't expect the most because it feels it feels very different. Yeah. I definitely know that my parents are, like, every, like, when I think about something, I go and talk to them first, so I can definitely, like, see how that could be definitely a big change. Mm-hmm. So uh, my next question that we can both talk about um, are – kind of what are boundaries and like before relationships and um, maybe before you get into relationships. I know that um, like I had some boundaries when I was in a relationship and when I'm like kind of looking, but what do you think about that? Um, Well, I think that I was given good advice uh, when I was dating that like boundaries can be more than physical Um, so I had like, I think everyone has their short list of like physical boundaries that they want to stick to throughout dating. And, um, but something I didn't realize was like that there's emotional boundaries that you can kind of cross. And, um, I think that putting emotional boundaries in place can be very vague and like a confusing thing. But, um, and I definitely overstepped those boundaries multiple times throughout the dating process, but those helped understand 
and obey like the physical boundaries we had stepped um, close to, you know. So um, I would say like as far as specifics go for boundaries, is that what you're wondering? Yeah. So um, the advice that we've been given, they kind of said that like a boundary, like with a boundary, do you keep like a healthy distance from a boundary? But no, like in real life, when there's a boundary, people will go right up to the boundary. And um, so then that kind of gave us the idea that, you know, really need to peel that back further because we don't want to get anywhere close to that. So we um, definitely set time restraints on like how late we hung out together and like how many people are in a room and um, things like that kind of helps. And also just remembering why we set boundaries also really helped because um, that makes it a lot easier to follow when we can keep the big picture in mind that it's to honor and obey and trust that God, he's true and that his, he has the best layout and format for this as the creator of it. And so that really helped. Um, yeah. What were the boundaries that you had that you were um, using in your relationship? Oh, well, when I was in a relationship, I think it probably didn't start out as like, cut and dry of boundaries that we had I think later on I because it was like my first relationship I was like 15 but um I kind of got in and got into the relationship not putting boundaries there like I had my own personal boundaries which were um I'm saving myself till marriage I I have a certain line that I don't cross and I think that it was just something that we hadn't talked about and I, I still don't think we ever talked about it except for like maybe a few times. But I think boundaries for us were more on the line of physical because we were long distance. So we didn't really see each other. So staying out late together wasn't really an issue because we were both really young and I would like get driven to his house. But um, yeah, most of them were just physical and it was like, you know, I don't really, we shouldn't really be in a, a room alone together because, like, that can get carried away really fast without much, like, attention to it. But I think that's probably one of the only boundaries that we, like, that I personally, like, set in place just because, like, I know that I want to keep my heart pure so that when I do end up getting married that I don't have anything, like, that I wouldn't want to say to my future husband. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's really responsible to set them from the beginning because I will say, like, just like you, I did not set them from the beginning or and my husband didn't. And so it's a constant thing we were reevaluating. And it, I will be honest with you, it's a constant thing that we are struggling with and crossing lines with. And I think that being proactive in that would be the best idea probably. Yeah, I definitely feel like in my future relationships that that will be like a talk from the beginning. And I always remember like talking to my friends and they kind of think that I'm crazy that I like want to talk about things, I guess, more seriously at the beginning. But I guess it's all a mindset. And I mean, I'm not going to I don't really want to date around. I think I've decided that um, a while ago because. You know, my mom always told me, um, like, every date is a potential mate, which is funny, but it's also really true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
on the same topic of future spouses, um, what kind of traits would did you look for or um, did you even look for or did you just like know that that was who you wanted? Yeah. So the funny thing was, is I was pretty young when I met my now husband. So I definitely wasn't on the lookout. I had actually said that I didn't want to date anybody until college because I was like, I want to date for marriage and there's no way that I'm taking a boy with me to college. I'll find the person there. And I was just totally in that mindset. And also, I also didn't think I was going to get married until like well into my career also. So that was just not, uh, I didn't have time for that. And so I was just, um, I, I kind of just, our, our paths crossed. Um, and he had asked me on a date. And the funny thing was, honestly, is that my mom had said for years, she's like, we need to get you, his name's Matt. She's like, we need to get you and Matt to go, to go on a date or you can take him to homecoming or things like that. And I was like, oh, mom, I'm not doing that. Like, that's not going to happen because he lived two hours away from me. And I just knew him from a summer theater program thing that we were in every summer. And, um, anywho, so I, let, that let's lay that foundation is that I wasn't looking at the time. Yeah. And, but when he had asked me on a date, um, I was something about his, um, his confidence in asking me and his respectfulness and asking me on a date the way he did. And, um, he was very like intentional from the beginning. He told me, he was like, I've never asked a girl on a date before. I've never been on a date. And, um, I'm just really interested in getting to know you more. He seemed very genuine in his approach and everything about it. And so it made me feel really safe as I had not been in a relationship either. I was like, you know, this feels like I was hesitant, but I was, I felt very eager and comfortable saying yes to that date. And from there on out, he continued to show me how um, consistent he was in his pursuit and um, how respectful and, kind and intentional he was and so that gave me so much peace and assurance knowing that I wasn't just you know opening up to somebody and letting someone into my life and into my heart that was just going to be fleeting and not saying that every relationship must work out but there was some security and respect in the way that he was approaching me and dating me that that made me know that he would be an awesome husband someday. Yeah, so you're talking about, um, like, the intentional aspect of it. Um, what were, like, instances where you could see that he was obviously being intentional with how he was, like, acting? Um, with our dating was that, um, I will say, I don't think that this should be the case for everybody necessarily, but marriage was a conversation from, you know, the first month, and his pursuit of talking about why he wanted to date and um like that was consistent from the beginning and that it wasn't just like for fun or you know to do fun things together with somebody and so I think that that I mean definitely knew me had me know his intentions because that was a conversation from the beginning and um his beliefs about dating was a conversation before we even started dating so, and it wasn't something that 
was super formal to the point where it scared me. It was like, if I go on the state, I'm agreeing to marriage. It wasn't that case. He was like, let's just see where, you know, this goes. And, but just know that this is the reason why I date. And like, he's a very bold person. So that approach could maybe be off putting. I can see. Um, but at the time, like it, it felt so safe. And so that's why I would say that he was very intentional. Yeah. Ugh, my voice just cracked. Um, so I want to ask about like what your thoughts are on modesty. Cause I have a lot of people who like either want me to talk about it or, um, like ask what it actually means or, and I, I personally think it's, um, it's like taking what you see in the Bible and then like adapting that for your life. But what do you think about modesty and what that means maybe in a relationship or when you're kind of um, not looking but walking around with a certain like stature of like getting ready to date and marry? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of a tough question because I do think that it's probably maybe person to person like but for me – um, modesty, like if I'm wearing something, like if I were outside of a relationship, like before I was in a relationship, modesty in high school, like early high school was more just, you know, wearing things that I was comfortable with my grandma seeing because, um, she loves the Lord and she's very, um, very much leaves in modesty. So for me, that just meant like, um, protecting my body and kind of just, I feel like in a way, what you attract says a lot about how you are portraying yourself out there in a way. Yeah. And so, um, that's why I took hair in high school. And I'm not going to say that I like, you know, wore sweaters to the pool or anything like that <laughs> because when I went to, you know, it's yeah. not that, but I think just, uh, uh, dressing appropriately for the occasion in a way that, your body's not going to be what attracts people, but it's going to be more your personality and kind of just the light and love that you shine um, and not necessarily flaunting your the body around as yeah. much. And inside a relationship, modesty means, for me, like this may sound bad in culture, for the culture um, of the times, but wearing something that my husband's comfortable with me wearing and... Um, he's definitely not a controlling man. And so I can trust that if he's like, you know what? I don't know about that, that his, he has good intentions and that, um, he wants to protect me as his bride and it's not a controlling or, you know, condescending type of thing. So, yeah, I would say it's definitely individual to the occasion because of course, like, a swimsuit to another event was not appropriate, but a swimsuit's definitely appropriate at a swimming pool. So it's just it's dressing appropriately for each occasion in a way where your body is not the first thing that people notice. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Um, so my next kind of talking point is waiting till marriage. And obviously I think everybody has – their own opinion on it and whether they do it or not. Um, I know personally I'm waiting till marriage. Um, what do you think, whether you did or not, what do you think the benefits or like the drawbacks are from it? Okay. So, um, I will say that we, like I said before, we definitely cross boundaries in dating that, um, 
that I had not wanted to cross, but we were both virgins on our wedding night. And um, I can say that we still say to this day how that was the best decision that we could have made for ourselves. So I would definitely, whenever people come to me as people that have not been with somebody and are interested in dating, that is like the best piece of advice that I can give is just to continue to hold out because um, that just gives you so much freedom. And because like I've, like people have said, like in a way, like, I don't know if sex is marriage, it it bonds you to a person and there's freedom from that. And there's grace and mercy abundantly through Christ, but it's best that you don't chain yourself to a person that and make bonds that aren't going to be through a covenant. And so I can say that, you know, people ask, is that awkward though? Like on your wedding night? And it's definitely not. It's like, it's like the most freeing and special thing to have that just between two people. And so, yeah, that's, that's kind of personal advice, but that has been like a decision that I would give believers and non-believers alike and have um, a conversation about why from both aspects, because it's just, it's just so freeing and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree. Um, I think it's funny that like when, like I, when I ask people about it, um, whether it's on my podcast or not, I think everybody comes back with the same answer, which is like, it's so rewarding and it's great to wait till marriage. And it's like, if all of these people are like saying it's great, like why are people still like not making that decision? But it's a personal decision and it's definitely up to, um, each person. But, um, let's see, that question doesn't really make sense anymore because we already talked about it. So my kind of last thought for you today is what is like one piece of advice that either you've received or that you feel like you have, um, just to tell everyone today and whether, yeah. Uh, piece of advice about marriage, maybe. Sure. Yeah. Or relationships. Um, I would say that the best piece of advice and that I'm still navigating and figuring out this in my own life, but is trying to achieve oneness with my, with my husband and oneness in every aspect of my life, meaning in the decisions that we make, that we uh, make them together. And um, that can go between, I mean, so many different things, but as far as, you know, how we speak about each other to others and to each other, how we speak to each other. And is is that on the same page? And is that uplifting? And um, that also goes like, you know, now that I'm married, that every decision beyond like outside of our relationship and inside relationship should be connected to the other person. And um, that could sound like a controlling negative thing, but it's, it just allows each of us to flourish so much more because we we would be a cohesive unit and not just constantly pulling against and pushing against one another because that would be conflict for forever. And so just really seeking oneness in every area. And um, that has been like the coolest thing to experience, but also like the strangest transition. So 
that has been some awesome advice that I've received to kind of minimize conflict where one of us might, you know, say to one person something and then someone could hear from the other partner something totally different. And um, then that would create conflict. So it's just basically just seeking oneness in every area. I like that. That's awesome. Well, okay, guys, that was the podcast. Um, If you want to know more about Abby, um, you can go look her up on TikTok at Matt and Abby, which is her and her husband. Um, And that's the same on YouTube. But I will put her Instagram in the description below in case you want to go and check her out. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening today. I will see you guys on the next podcast.